Hello, my friends, and welcome again to your daily run as we roam through Romans. We are in Romans chapter 15, and uh, last time we read verse 5, and we're going to read verse 5 again because verse 5 fits with verse 6. It's actually, there's a comma there in the middle. Um, so, hey, we only did half a sentence last time, so let's do the whole thing. It says this, Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another, according to Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now let me just say this. This is not automatic. This is not automatic, right? But this is one of the things that oftentimes people get frustrated with church and with other Christians. And so I want to I want to point this out to you just in case you have ever gotten frustrated with people in the church. All right, so here's what you need to know. Number one, people in the church are not all in the state, same state, or same place of spiritual maturity. Not everybody, not everybody is in that same spot that you are. Um, and maybe you're a person who's not a believer, and you're looking at the church and saying, well, people are this and people are that. Yes, not everybody is in the same place. They're all growing. They're all learning. They're all they're all expanding in their walk with the Lord. And so it's one of those things to keep in mind because this is the thing that sometimes frustrates people as they say, well, shouldn't Christians do this or shouldn't Christians do that? Well, the answer might be yes. You might be right. They might there there might be a supposed to, but they're not in a place yet where they are doing that thing. You know, there's there's things in in my life that as a Christian believer that I didn't do day one as a Christian. I didn't do day two. I didn't do year one. I didn't year, do year two. It was as I grew, I realized the importance of different things. And I I saw the, the, the wisdom of different spiritual practices and such. And so that's one of those things to keep in mind when you're dealing with people is that they're not all in the same place with the Lord. The other things to keep in mind is not everyone has the same giftedness. Not everyone has the same calling. Not everyone has the same perspective. Not everyone has the same life experience. And so oftentimes it is very difficult to be of one mind and of one mouth, as verse 6 says, because we are very different people. So how do we get to that place? How do we get to that place? Well, Paul says it in a prayer. May the God of all patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded. So that's one thing to be praying. Like, God, grant us that we might be one-minded toward one another. Now, notice the next line, according to Christ, right? That's the one mind we ought to have, you know. And Paul said, I believe that's in what uh, Philippians 2, where he says, you know, have this same mind in you, you know, putting on that, that same mind of Christ. You know, that that's... That's the mind we ought to be having, and that should be our goal. Say, okay, I want to have the mind of Christ. I want to see things how he sees them. I want to look at them as he looks at them. I want to see people how he sees people. I don't want to just go through life doing things my way, being me, and uh, expecting other people to bend to my will or to come alongside and you know to figure out how to be of one mind with me. I want to say, wait a minute, if we're all going to be of one one mind, well, let's Let's have the mind of Christ. So I'm going to read to you from uh, Philippians 2, since that's what I was thinking about. Um, in the same, 
in this, you know, realm, <laughs> this uh, idea of having the same mind. So he says, therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection or mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. And let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. And here's that word again. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And then it goes on to talk about how um, he did not consider, uh, well, I'll just read it. Who being in the form of God did not consider robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death of the cross. And so he's talking about the mind of Christ, putting on this mind of Christ, of lowliness, of humility, uh, nothing, he says, nothing be done through selfish ambition and conceit. And so when he talks about being of one mind, right, that we were reading back here in uh, Romans chapter 15, verse uh, 8, um, or rather, sorry, in verse 6, he says that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because remember, before that, he said, may, now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another, according to Christ Jesus. It's not, a it's not a matter of getting people to come to my way of thinking. And that's far too often what we do. We're, we're trying to get people to come along to my way of thinking, come around to my way of thinking. And we get into these big debates, and oftentimes that's what happens in leadership things, because you have people that uh, have leadership skills, and they leaders, leaders generally... Um, have some vision, right? They have a direction they want to go. They have the ability to communicate. There's a lot of these qualities that are often apparent in leaders. And so what tends to happen is you tend to get into these debates, arguments, and discussions about, uh, which break down into convincing people to come my way, getting people to come around to my way of thinking. And that ought not to be our goal ever. Right, My goal should not be to get people to come around to my way of thinking. And I think far too often that's the case, even when I start talking about spiritual things, um, start trying to argue or convince them with scripture that my way is right, when what we ought to be saying is, look, pursue the truth, pursue the truth. Um, and in this case, what we're talking about is having the mind of Christ, putting on that, that mind of Christ. And if we do that, then, of course, we will be of one mind and one mouth to glorify God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what our churches ought to be doing. Um, that's what we as Christians ought to be doing. We ought to be glorifying the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And what a tragedy when churches are splitting, when churches are fighting, and it becomes a spectacle that does nothing, does nothing to glorify God, does nothing to bring honor to his name, does nothing but make his people look petty, and silly and make him a laughing stock. Forgive us for those times where we've done that. Amen. God bless you. We'll talk to you more next time.